All right, well, hey, guys, we are in our series facts. Come on, somebody. And uh, we are asking and answering some frequently, oh, I guess we're asking some frequently asked questions and hoping to get a uh, and discover and establish a biblical and Christ-centered worldview. Because we are too quick to allow our worldview, in other words, how we view humanity, how we view politics, how we view uh, uh, just everything going on in our world, we, we're too quick to allow the news or Snapchat or Instagram sort of like echo chamber, which means you like Instagram has an algorithm that figures you out and feeds you what you want to see. And so it's easy for us to just like let our worldview that Facebook has decided that you are um, be that that's our now our worldview. And we don't want that. We, we can see those things, but we want to have a Christ-centered, biblical worldview that will allow for God to shape our heart and our life. And in this series, we've talked about the idea of manifesting. We've talked about self-image. We've talked about biblical contradictions. Um, we've talked about how to read our Bible. Um, we've talked about anxiety. We've talked about all sorts of different things. And tonight, we're going to discuss a topic that maybe we don't ask this question a lot, um, but it's common for all of us. So here's our question for the night. Um, when does it go from tea to gossip? When does it go from tea to gossip? When, when do we cross the line that no longer is it just information that we're sharing, but it becomes harmful um, to us and the people around us? Now, let me tell you, everyone likes tea, right? Like, and I don't just mean like, like British tea, like we like to sit down at like in the afternoon and have tea and like crumpets or whatever people are into. Um, I'm talking about this idea of, of just like the latest information, like, everybody wants to be up to date about what's going on. That's why we have alerts on our phone when somebody likes our photo or when the news wants to tell us something. And we, we want to have the information, and not just, like, globally what's going on around the world, but personally. within our We don't want to be the last person to find out who so-and-so is dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to be that person to tell somebody else, oh, you didn't know? Oh, let me tell you real quick. Right, We want to be that person, and so we all want to know what's going on in the world, our friends, our school, and a lot of the times, the news that we share and the things we talk about aren't necessarily bad. Um, oftentimes, it's neutral, right? A lot, a lot of times, the things that we share, it's not like bad things that we're sharing. It's just neutral. It's just news. Um, studies show, on average, we spend 52 minutes a day talking about other people. 52 minutes a day talking about other people. And stats show that we spend about 180 minutes a day talking. So 180 minutes a day talking, 52 of those minutes are spent talking about other people. Which sounds alarming, but only 15% of that 52 minutes is negative talking. Right, so only 15%, so 52 minutes a day we're talking about other people, only 15% of that, any math wizards that could tell me what 15% uh, is in minutes, of uh, 52 minutes? Seven or eight? That's just seven or eight. It's pretty good. So only, that's still pretty good. Is that right? Do we have somebody to verify? Seven, seven, who, who got that right answer? Shout out, Simon! 
<laughs> what a guy. Seven or eight. So seven or eight minutes a day. That's still, I mean, when you think about 180 minutes a day, we spend talking. Some of us are like, we are up, our word count is up. Like, we're like maybe 215. And some of us are like down. We're like, some of you guys spit out what somebody would say in 180 minutes in like 30 seconds. You're just like, Bleh! and you're like, holy cow, how did you say all that? Anyways, so seven or eight minutes a day, we're talking about other people in a negative way. That's a lot. That's a lot of time on average. Is, I'm not saying that we do that every single day. That is on average. So at what point does it go from casual sharing and become gossip and become negative? And so what I want us to figure out is sort of where we draw that line and how to avoid gossip. How to avoid negative talking about other people. So I've got three points tonight. I'm going to give them all to you right now. Gossip. What is it? What does it do? And how do we avoid slash stop it? What is it? What does it do? And how do we avoid it? All right. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 26. I'm going to read some verses to you. It says this. You guys good? You happy? Who's using the, the new feature on the Bible app? Is it cool? That's pretty sick. All right. Ephesians 4, verse 26 in the ESV, it says this. Be angry. Someone say, be angry. I love that verse because it says, it doesn't say don't be angry. It says, be angry. Yet, right? It says, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. And give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone that is in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And don't grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. All right, first thought tonight, what is gossip? What is it? Now, um, a few definitions for that. The dictionary defines it as casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about people. Casual or unconstrained, uncontrollable conversation or reports about people. Scientists have recently defined it as simply talking about people when they're not present. Right, so they've broken it down. It's not even negative. It's not positive. It's just talking about people when they're not in the room. Now, the text in Ephesians defines it as a few different things. Basically, I'm summarizing what the Apostle Paul is talking about in Ephesians chapter 4, but he breaks down this idea of gossip and what it might look like. He calls it one corrupting talk. Corrupting talk. He says, let no corrupting talk proceed out of your mouth. Now, let me sidetrack for just a moment. Time out. Ready? Pause on this message. Let me just say, corrupting talk is also filthy language, cursing, cussing, and things like that. Right? So we, especially as followers of Jesus, what we say should sound different than the people that are around us. And so words that we use, let me tell you, they matter and they carry weight. And so when you don't cuss, I would say that it means more than when you do cuss. 
Because sometimes we, we like, we say these words because we feel like this gets my point across and I have to say this or because people will think I'm cool because I'm talking like this or whatever it is. Let me say, the Bible makes it very clear the followers of Jesus should not only look different, not only behave different, but they should sound different. So let no corrupting word proceed out of it. Now, all right, okay, sidetrack done, right? I feel like I could go all day on that, but I don't need to. Like, you know when you're saying bad words and you're like, my mom would literally put soap in my mouth if she heard me. So just don't say those words. Be a good follower of Jesus. Amen? Okay. But this idea of corrupting talk as it relates to gossip, that literally means breaking people down. It is the process in which we speak things that negatively affect people, especially gradually. You know, we have the power to say things that stick with people. You know, we have the power to say things where we said it passively, like, do you know it wasn't that big a deal? And do you know what? It's going to keep them up tonight. Because it has the process of casually and gradually breaking someone down. And our words, they, not, they carry so much weight that they could hurt in a moment, but they'll also carry and hurt over time. And so he says, let no corrupting word, let something, don't let anything come out of your mouth that's going to break somebody down over time because they're going to be stuck on and think about the words that you said. It is the constant negative that wears on people. So he says, let no corrupting word. He also says bitterness, that gossip will take the form of bitterness. Basically, bitterness is long-standing resentment. Long-standing resentment resentment. It's when we allow something to rub us the wrong way and then we dwell on it. It's basically like that pebble in your shoe. Right? Like at first you're like, whatever, I just don't feel like bending down. And then pretty soon you're like, ow, this kind of hurts. And then pretty soon you're like, oh my gosh. And then we deal with it, right? And bitterness is kind of like that pebble in your shoe that you never deal with. It's just irritating and agitating and frustrating, and you feel it there. And then what happens is when somebody begins to bother you or you be, allow bitterness to dwell up in your heart, Jesus says that when out of the heart, the abundance of the mouth speaks, so pretty soon that bitterness in your heart leads to bitterness in your words. You begin to talk negative about people because they've wronged you or they have set, upset you or they mistreated you and you allow bitterness to build up and then it comes out of your mouth. And then he says, thirdly, evil speaking or slander and simply talking bad about people. Often when we're, when we're talking evil speaking, it's things that are untrue or partly true, right? We love, we love embellishing, don't we? Like, we love, like, it was, the real story was like this, but that's not really a story. You know, and I need a story. Like, I need to entertain the people at the lunch table. Like, I need to have a story. And so we embellish a little bit over here. We exaggerate a little bit over here. We say it was this. We say it was that. And now we have a story. But it's this idea of, of evil speaking either untrue things or half-true things. And we're spreading a false report. Or listen, this is a very easy way of saying it. It is sharing stories that are simply not yours to tell. Evil speaking or slander is sharing a story that is simply not your story to tell. What you should do is you should allow the person that it is about tell that story and decide if it's a story that they want told. 
And if it's something that is, is something that they've done wrong or some, some way that they've messed up and you found out about it, the best thing to do is not tell other people about it, but rather talk to them about it. Hey, I heard or I saw and I was swiping through and I saw this and I was a little confused by it. Let's talk about that, right? And so we go to them, we talk about it. So that's what it looks like. It looks like, uh, it looks like corrupting speak. It looks like evil speaking. And, and, and it looks like bitterness. So what does it do? What does gossip do? Gossip does a lot. Um, I would say that it does more negative to the person talking than it does for those it's talking about. Gossip often, like so, so we get our group together. And we're like, I got to tell you something about so-and-so. You got to hear about this. So we begin to tell them about, oh, my gosh, so-and-so did this. Can you believe it? And we think we're like, oh, we've got so much good stuff. And they are just so flattered and excited and stoked that we have this information. And we just think that it's tearing them down. It's doing all this. Or maybe we think it's harmless. But can I tell you that gossip does more negative to you than it does to them? It does way more negative to you than it does to them, at least initially. Over time, it will break you down and you become that type of person rather than letting people just go like, whatever, it is what it is, I'm moving on. Now, it also causes a number of other things. One, it causes division. Or another way of saying that is clicks or sides. What often happens with gossip is people are sharing their side of a situation or speaking negative about a person from their perspective. And when you hear that, you usually join their view of that situation, right? So you like, got your group together and you're telling them, oh my gosh, so-and-so did this. And you're like, I can't believe so-and-so did that, right? And we get all up on their side. Now, if we like paused and like went over to the person that we were talking about and be like, hey, how did this situation go for you? It probably looked totally different. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, well, you know, it was like this, and I felt like that, and this was going on. I just found this about my mom, and like this was happening, and then I just reacted, and it was like, right? And all of a sudden, but what happens is, is gossip creates sides. Gossip creates division. Gossip creates teams that were never supposed to be created. And so when we share information that really isn't ours to tell, a team that was never meant to exist, one built on half-truths and opinions, it creates conflict that was never meant to be there. And when these are built up, listen, it makes you suspicious of everyone. Let me tell you about something about gossip. Can I have your attention for like one minute? I'm like leaning on this table because I want it to be like very, like you just me and you are talking, all right? If you are with a group of people and they talk bad about a different one of your friends with you, assume that they do the same thing about you when you're not there. Right? So, so if you're with a group of friends and, like, one of your friends is not with you and then everybody just talks about, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, let me just warn you that they probably do the same thing about you when you're not there. So what am I telling you? Get new friends? Well, no, maybe. I don't know. But can I at least let you know that that's probably the way it's going on? So let you be a diffuser in that situation? 
Let you be somebody that doesn't allow that to go on so that you can try to bring peace and healing and restoration in those moments, not feed into that division. So it causes division. It also causes, number two, irreversible damage. Irreversible damage. Like it's, it's emphasized. Irreversible damage. I heard an old preacher story. I love old preacher stories because they're like stories that there's no way they happen, but they make a really good point. Like, that's old preacher story. So there's this old preacher story, and this guy, he, was, he, he basically was gossiping, and it just all came out. Everybody had turned on him. He lost all of his friends, and he was broken. So this guy went to his pastor, and he said, hey, man, I've, I've just gossiped a ton. All of my friends hate me. I don't know what to do. And so the pastor prayed for him, and then he said, hey, what I want you to do is I want you to take a feather, and I want you to put a feather on the porch of every person that you talked negative about. He's like, okay, I'll do that. I don't know what this is going to do, but I'm going to go. And every person that he talked negative about, he put a feather on their porch. And then he came back to the pastor, and he said, okay, I did it. Now what? And he said, I want you to go back and pick up all those feathers. And he said, well, I can't. They're gone. Like, it's a feather. It would have blown away, or it would have disappeared, or whatever happens to feathers when you put them on a front porch. And the pastor said, yeah, that's exactly the point. You can't take back the words that you've said. It's happened. When you gossip, it happens. When you talk negative, it's not like you can go, oh, what I meant to say was, let me, once it's out there, it's out there. So what we can only do from this point forward is move forward and be positive. All we can do, like, what has been said has been said. And let me tell you, a lot of times when people talk negative about you, they, I'm sure, wish they could take it back. But you can't take it back. And so all you can do from both sides, whether you're the one that was speaking it or the ones that it was being spoken about, all we can do is move forward. Practice forgiveness, practice love, and move forward. But it does, it's irreversible. You cannot take it back. You can only move forward, do better, and attempt to establish truth. So that's gossip. That's what it does. You guys still with me? Is this making sense? Okay. So hopefully up until this point, you've just realized, okay, this is what it does. This is what happens. So here's like the million-dollar question. How do we avoid it? How do we stop it? Right? How, that, that's what we hopefully, when we hear at least just talking about, hey, this is going on, right? Like we're all, I'm not, I'm, I don't think that all of us are going to walk out of these rooms and never gossip again. Like we probably will if we're honest. But there are things that we can do to be aware of it and to avoid it as we move forward. So how do we avoid it? Number one, talk with God. Talk with God. I know that's like a very Sunday school answer, but let me tell you, it's good. You can vent, you can complain, you can badmouth and say anything to God. You can talk to God about anything or anyone. You can say, this person is driving me crazy. I wish that you would just deal with this person. Do you know David in the, in the Psalms, he was like, this guy, King David, a man after God's own heart, he was so mad at somebody that he prayed to God, God, would you make their teeth fall out of their head? Like, he was just so fed up with them. He took it to God. It wasn't gossiping. He wasn't like, hey, did you hear that so-and-so lost all their teeth? No, he said, God, would you deal with this person? They're driving me crazy. So you can talk to God about anything. 
And God's never going to go like, okay, buddy, I was a little disturbed. Maybe think about that. Come to me later. You can talk to God about anything. The second thing is this. Share up, not out. Share up, not out. I was talking with Connor Vitale the other day, and he, like, said this to me, and I was like, that is amazing. I'm stealing that for the message on Thursday. Share up, not out. The idea of sharing up, not out is you can go to somebody that is either in authority over you or a leader in your life. Talk to your pastor. Talk to one of the leaders here. Talk to a teacher. Talk to a parent. Talk to somebody who is above you, in a sense, because if you can talk to them up and not out, what you're doing is you're not spreading gossip. You're not spreading information. You are actually looking for solution, right? You're going like, hey, this is, so-and-so is doing this, or I heard that this was going on, and what you're doing is you're looking for ways. I need outside advice on how to handle this situation or what I'm hearing about so-and-so. So you can always share up. You're thinking, when you're sharing up, you're thinking about other people. When you're sharing out, you're only thinking about yourself and being the one to say it first. So share up. Talk to your pastor. Talk to me. Talk to your leaders. Talk to, uh, talk to a parent. Talk to somebody that is up. Don't share out. All right, final thing, worship team, you guys can come up here. Speak positive. Speak positive. Now, that sounds very, like, watered down and simple, but I want to be just kind of, like, practical with this. Something that diffuses a situation of gossip is talking positive about the person that people want to talk negative about. So, like, let's say, so everybody's talking about, like, everyone's talking about somebody, right? I'm going to pick something. Let's say everybody's talking about Hannah. Don't talk about Hannah. I will fight you if you talk about Hannah. But let, let's say somebody starts talking about Hannah. And you're in this situation, and they're like, oh, my gosh. I mean, the only thing they would say is, like, Hannah's too pretty. Hannah's too awesome. But let's say they're talking about Hannah, and it, it becomes negative. A way to diffuse that is to say something positive. You know, actually, Hannah's always been really nice to me. And watch. It's hilarious even. Like, when you're with your group of friends, and everyone's talking about negative, and you throw in one positive, watch as somebody goes, like, actually, yeah, that one time they did this for me. And like, oh, yeah, that, that was actually pretty cool of them. And very quickly, you can change the whole dynamic of the conversation in the room by just saying a couple positive things about somebody. And everybody's like, do you know what? Yeah, I love that person. They're awesome. Like, at one point, everyone's just about to, like, dig gear up and, like, just bash on them. And then they're like, actually, that person's great. Just talk positive. Just say, like, one positive thing. I mean, we can think of something to t- say about somebody that is positive. And then I would think also in the idea of speak positive is call your friends out and ask them to do the same thing for you. Be like, hey, grab your circle, your close friends, and be like, hey, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to call you out when you're talking trash about people. And I want you to call me out when I'm talking trash about people. I was talking with Pastor Nick. He gave me the best way to do this. Because you know how awkward it is, like, when you're with your group of friends, you're like, Hey, you're talking negative, or don't say that, man. Like, like, so awkward. So he gave me the best way to do it. He said this. He said just when, if somebody starts talking about uh, something negative, now you have to tell your friends you're going to do this so they understand. But it's this. It's almost 429. Hey, it's almost 429. 
What does that mean? Well, this verse that we were just reading, Ephesians 4.29, it says this. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for building up as it fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear it. So your, your friends are, hey, it's almost 4.29. And you'll be like, oh, dang it. Like, it's kind of goofy, but I really like that. Because like, then you don't have to be that guy that's like, hey, stop it, man. <laughs> and then you, they're, like, they're like, okay. And they're like, can you believe that he just said, stop it, man? What an idiot. So you're just like, hey, man, it's almost 429. And then it's just like, ah, dang it. You're right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling me on that. And watch as it transforms your circle of friends. You're just becoming more people that are just more uplifting, more encouraging, more for one another, not trying to create division, not trying to create sides, but rather we're talking about truth. We're getting to the bottom of situations. We're talking about healing. We're talking about forgiveness. We're talking about moving forward. We're talking about growth. We're not just about, hey, I'm going to be the one that shares this piece of information, but rather I'm going to be the one that allows for positivity and building up and edifying and encouraging to be in this situation. Hey, let, let us be people that speak up to God and speak positive to the people around us.